So welcome to part two of this week's podcast here on Common Sea Inspirations. My name is Shane Ambrose. I'm delighted to have you. I'm delighted to have you back with us. And of course, John is manning the controls for part two of the podcast. Now, traditions, there's many traditions associated with this part of the, this time of the year and in this part of the world. One of them is the fact that we have someone generally on from Trokra here in Ireland with us at some at this stage on the podcast. And we are delighted to welcome back Jane Mellis. Good afternoon, good morning. Where in the world? How are you, Jane? How's it going, Shane? I'm in Maynooth and I'm doing very well. Thank you. How are you? I'm not too bad now at all. Not too bad. So Jane's joining us this year. So uh, this week's, I should say, to speak to us about the Trocra Lenten Campaign 2024. Now, so just for our non-Irish listeners... So Trocra is the Irish member of Caritas Internationales and is the development and educational agency of the Conference of Irish Bishops uh, here in Ireland and is doing uh, working in many countries around the world in terms of development and uh, development aid and, and education. And Trocra is... Uh, the Trocra Lenten campaign, campaign, I think would be fair, Jane, to say it's nearly an Irish institution at this stage. I think so. I think everyone's familiar with the Trocra box and the campaign at this point. Yeah, so it's uh, the Trocra Lenten campaign. So I suppose it's been going for 51 years, Jane. So for someone that's not Irish, how would you describe the Trocra Lenten campaign? That's a very good question, I suppose. And uh, I'd say, you know, during Lent, we're, we're encouraged to engage in, in prayer, fasting and almsgiving. And for decades, um, the Trocra box has, I suppose, been that go to um, almsgiving and praying a, a mechanism, if you want to call it that, in our in our spiritual lives. Um, but more importantly than that, I think it, it tells a very important uh, story about putting our gospel values into action and in this sense, working for global justice. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. It has been very much about putting faith into action for many people. And it's a great way for Irish people that are, to engage uh, with development issues down through the years. It's one of the great things that Trocra has done in that regard in terms of development education. And this year, so each year there is a theme, if you will, uh, or a story that's behind uh, the campaign and it's the focus this year is on Malawi. So, Jane, what is it? Who, when we're looking at the Troker box, which is the little collection box for the money for our non Irish listeners, um, who's on the box this year and what's their story? Yeah, so every year we we, uh, we have a family um, on the Troker box who represents or give us a snapshot of, of a particular community and a, and a situation that's affecting that community. So, this year we meet Melita. Um, who is a mother of twins, 12-year-old twins, who appear on the box uh, with her. And their names are Patrick and Patricia. I'm not sure how they got those Irish names, but that's they're their names. Um, and the theme this year um, is let justice flow like a river, righteousness like a never-failing stream. Um, so very much focused on water justice and the effects of, of climate injustice on that situation. Um, as well and so we've, we've used the tagline on the, on the box too much water too little water and we're, we're focusing in on both of those issues and it's very much i you and i just before we started recording i was just saying to you why was the um the the, the, the theme so familiar and you reminded me of course it, it was the theme for the season of creation in 2023 
So very much linking into that whole idea of Laudato Sea and the call for Pope Francis for climate, uh, I want to say climate justice, but yeah, climate justice. Climate justice, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's a nice, you know, the, the season of creation is a, is a global um, liturgical season now, pretty much. So when we decided to focus our campaign on water justice this year, I think it's nice to continue on with that theme um, because we know that the environmental issues that we're facing as a global community um, are having direct impacts on, on, on countries like Malawi um, who are on this kind of pendulum swing between too much water and too little water. And, and that's the, the issue we want to bring into focus for this Lent. Very much so. And I suppose it's it's a little, I suppose, um, the, the Troker Lent campaign is very much uh, a tradition in Ireland. But for Irish people, the concept of too little water, too much water is something we are only starting to get our heads around. Because, of course, being where we are, sometimes it's like you have rain 365 days of the year, you blink and you miss an Irish summer. Um, but yeah. obviously, in an African context, and particularly in the context of Malawi, uh, it's one of, as you said, one of two extremes. You can have a situation where there's no water and we have massive drought. And obviously, mm. then looking at the situation, then of losing crops and animals. And then for Malawi, they can get massive cyclones rushing through mm -hmm. the community and damaging crops and nutrients in the soil. Um, so in terms of, in terms of, um, I suppose in Malawi, what, what, what is it that we, we're learning this year as part of the campaign? Yeah, I suppose, I think people might be surprised at the too much, too little water um, focus because we often associate the effects of climate change with drought. And that is one of the most you know, serious consequences and leads to huge food insecurities across the country, particularly during the dry season. So um, communities like Melitas would uh, experience longer dry seasons than before, uh, the rains becoming more unpredictable um, and therefore crops destroyed and, and the effects of that afterwards. But in the last three years, Malawi has, or four years, the Malawi has been hit by three different cyclones. Exactly a year ago, um, in March, Cyclone Freddy hit the country, and and that was a particular, uh, particularly frightening cyclone in that it was approaching Malawi and then turned and went out to sea, and the country was very relieved. And then a week later, having grown in strength, it turned around and came back at them. Um, and enormous destruction across the, the country. So, you know, climatologists and, and the weather experts would say very unusual behavior for a storm. Hadn't really seen that before. These are the effects of climate change. But what that means for people on the ground is that uh, crops are washed away, homes washed away, livelihoods destroyed. And, um, you know, communities would tell us of um these huge mudslides that swept through villages and towns and destroying everything in its path and so on. Um, and the equivalent of a year's rainfall for Ireland fell in the space of three days uh, in that storm. So that's, I mean, you can't even imagine that. Mm. Um, so the, this is the effect of too much water, obviously. Um, which washes everything away, including, as you said, the nutrients in the soil. It makes it so hard for communities to recover in a country that's already suffering with water security and food security. Um, so as we keep saying and we've heard many times is that climate change is making 
uh, the situation's even harder than they already are. The situations are already difficult for these communities, but this is just um, really exasperating them. So that, they're the issues we want to highlight there, but we also want to highlight the good work that's happening on the ground through Trocra and many other agencies in Malawi. Yeah, and it's it's I suppose it's it's something I suppose just just to bring home like the the family that are on the Troker box this year, you know, um, it's it's something I I I have always I always remember from my own time working in 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 Africa is the images you have every day of women and children going to bring water for the day because obviously they don't mm -hmm. have water pumped to their houses, um, they may not even have safe boreholes or wells if they're drawn from. They could just be drawn from a, a, a spring or whichever that's there. And it's not uncommon, I suppose, for them to spend five hours each day fetching water, um, you know, so both in the morning and, and, and in the evening. And I just, it's just, I suppose, the, the thing for this particular family, of course, is that um, that the, you know, they have to bring the water before they go to school. It, you know, if they're late, it affects their education. And then when they come home in the evening, uh, you know, again, they have to go and, and, and do the same again. So it's, it's it's and the risks that are involved with that you know there's there's the first of all there's the practicalities of the water being um contaminated i suppose is the word you'd use uh both from animals and and just just water diseases in general uh, and then there's also just the risk for children you know going on their own to fetch water and things that could may or may not happen so just things that we we, we look at and we work on with, with communities but as you said the other thing of course is it's not um, what's the term in an Irish context. It's not the poor black baby with that. You know that it's very much looking at how communities have been empowered to look mm. after themselves once they're given. It's a hand up, not a handout. Yeah, absolutely. It's so important. The, the communities are involved in all of these processes. When we uh, start working with a particular community, in this case in Machinga District in in Malawi, Melita's community. And, um, you know, that would be a five year journey with them. And they are involved in that process from start to finish, as are the local authorities and so on. And um, so very much important that that these communities participate and uh, in everything that's happening. And like the difference, you know, we will be make drilling bore wells in, in those areas. And the difference that that makes to that community is that it eliminates what you've just mentioned, you know, the risk of disease. So waterborne diseases are the second leading cause of death in Malawi after malaria. So, you know, if you can remove that risk for a community, it's, it's so important. Um, the knock-on effect of children not having to walk for water five times a day, which, you know, Melita spends eight hours of her day collecting water. So to eliminate that um, time consumption and energy consumption for that family and that community is massive. And it also means that the children will stay in school and get an education. And then the knock-on effects of that in, in, the, in the most positive sense. So, you know, water is life, literally. Um, and if we can provide that for, for a community through the generosity of, of the Irish public, um, it's, it's completely life-changing for thousands of people, if, if, depending on the size of these wells, and they vary in size, uh, depending on the community we, we're in. Um, you are reaching thousands and thousands of people um, with safe, clean drinking water. Definitely. And as you said, it's very much generosity of um, of the people in Ireland and people have been have been fabulous in terms of 
the ongoing support that they give to um, to people. So just in terms of getting involved, I suppose, Jane, um, I, suppose the, I suppose the first thing we say is the main resource for people is the website, trucker.org. Mm. Um, but in terms of resources that are up there, can you just take us through one or two of them? Yeah, sure. So we, we have our usual liturgical resource for parishes. Uh, so if you go into the parish tab on our website at trucker.org, you'll find all the Lent 2024 resources. So the, and these are the reflections for the five Sundays of Lent, and they can be used for personal use as well. And there's um, some lovely re- reflections there by Father Paul Thornton from Dublin Diocese. There's also prayers of the faithful and a reflection for each week um, about our Lent family, about Melissa and Patrick and Patricia. And then we have another gorgeous resource this year, which is called uh, Nurturing Our Family Faith in Nature, and this is more about trying to help all of us reconnect with God's creation. Um, and when you open up that resource, there's like four sessions that you could do with any group. It could be your family at home. It could be a children's literacy group. It could be a youth group. It could be for your own personal reflection. And we've sort of led this through, including reflections from Laudato Si and Pope Francis's latest uh, exhortation, Laudato Deum, and it's rooted in scripture as well. So um, it's a really nice resource that we hope will be uh, used way beyond Lent 2024 as well. And just on our development education resources on the website, they are for schools, but I think they're also perfect for, for parish use with youth groups or anyone. Um, there's some fantastic animations and videos about water justice um, and suggestions for, for young people and all ages, really. Um and it's just, I think, for people's general interest, if you're interested in the issue of water justice, to definitely go on there to our education resources and you'll find them. Um, and it's just good to, to learn. I mean, we're so privileged in Ireland. I know we complain from time to time about water here. Um, and But for the most part, most of us on this island have access to clean, safe drinking water. I know there are exceptions to that. But just to even think about our own water use during Lent, I mean... I heard a crazy statistic recently about you know 90 litres of water for the average shower or whatever it might be. So just to think about how we use water and how we safeguard our water as well. And we get up in the morning, turn on a tap and it's there. Like we don't have to walk for an hour to get it. Um, so it's just even being mindful about that. And that water use carries through all of our liturgies and sacraments as well. So it's just a really beautiful symbol, this lens, to maybe think a little bit more about Definitely. And I would say as well, that that family resource, Nurturing Our Family Faith in Nature, I found it actually when I was looking through it, this beautiful, beautiful stuff inside it. Definitely would be recommending it to our listeners. Um, mm-hmm. It's very simple. It's very well laid out. Uh, just four sessions, a different theme and reflection in each one. And it literally, it takes you through it bit by bit. Um, mm-hmm. Great for family personal use. Uh, for teachers in the classroom, um, mm-hmm. just in terms of that, you, as you said, youth groups as well. So it's 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 uh, it's definitely uh, one definitely I would strongly strongly recommend. Now, just to flag, uh, I suppose one of the things that we we do with with Troker each year when we when we when we talk about the Linton campaign, of course, is also just thank yous. So last year, per the accounts for Troker. The Lenten campaign brought in €7,979,000 uh, for Trocra, which is a massive, massive contribution from the ordinary people of Ireland in many parishes uh, around the country. 
and people that are donating. And of course, a lot of schools take this up, of course, as well, Jane, in terms of yeah. um, getting the kids involved. Absolutely. And like just to take this opportunity to thank people so much for their generosity, particularly across our parish communities across the country. Um, it's a phenomenal amount and, and it's annual that 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 this happens. And um, this this money, we can't do our work without this support. And it's making a massive difference to communities in the countries that we work with. So um, we're very aware that we're working on your behalf um, and, you know, inspired by those gospel values that we, we kicked off with at the start of this conversation. Um, this is you know putting faith into action very much so so just to say thank you to everyone who supports us every year it's yeah it's a huge and as you said great work that that is being done so just to say to people again so it is um troker.org and if you go to the parish tab that's where a lot of the resources are for under the under the tab for lent 2024 like i said definitely i would be highly recommending the one which is Spare me, I'm opening up the page again. Nurturing our family faith in nature, uh, Lent 2024, a resource for families and family parish groups. It's only 14 pages. It's a nice one. You print it out on recycled paper, obviously. Both <laughs> sides, no colour. <laughs> let's, let's, let's remember the environmental side of things. And mm. it's a great resource that's there for, um, for people. And obviously, just to say, Jane, uh, if people want to find out more about uh, Trocra and Trocra's work, so the social handles, as we said, is trocra.org is the website. You're on Facebook as Trocra Ireland and obviously on YouTube, Vimo and the old Instagram as well. Yep. And um, we're on X, formerly known as Twitter, at Trocra for updates as well. Um, and we've quite good. we've we've quite a lot of events like we're on we're on the road constantly during Lent. It's it's one of it's the busy season. Um, so it's just nice to, to keep updated through our social media um, handles to see what we're at and where we are. We're visiting so many schools and parishes around the country at the moment, which is great. Excellent. And just for our non-Irish listeners, obviously, if you wanted to check out uh, and see what's happening in your neck of the woods, we obviously just mentioned as well for the United Kingdom. Uh, we always say people check out what CAFID is doing, the mm-hmm. sister agency for Trocra in, in the UK and in the US, I, as far as I know, it's CRS is the is the is the Caritas member in the United States that's supported by the American bishops. So just uh, if, if just to check it out and obviously for Irish people, it's Trocra.org and give them their give them their support as always. Um, and and keep up the good work, as they would say, Jane. So, Jane, just to um, close out this part of the podcast, you had a suggestion for us music-wise. Yes. Um, so the song I've chosen is As I Went Down to the River to Pray, keeping in the, in the theme of, of water and rivers and thinking about those uh, women and girls who are traveling to those rivers on a daily basis for water. So that was my choice. Yeah. Perfect. Well, so we'll go out with that uh, on part two. Jane, as always, listen, thanks so many for coming out and giving us the all uh, uh, talking us through and what's happening. Great. Thanks, Lillian. As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall wear the starry crown? Good Lord, show me the way. Oh, sisters, let's go down. Let's go down. Come on down. Oh, sisters.
down in the river to pray As I went down in the river to pray Studying about that good old way And who shall wear the robe and crown Good Lord, show me the way Oh, brothers, let's go down Let's go down, come on down Come on, brothers, let's go down Down in the river to As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall wear the starry crown, good Lord, show me the way. Oh, fathers, let's go down.